Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. As many of you know, most of us here at the Master Photography Podcast are huge fans of Squarespace, and that's because they make it easier than ever to launch your passion project, whether you're showcasing your work or selling prints or products of any kind. With beautiful templates and the ability to customize just about anything, you can easily make a beautiful website yourself. And if you do get stuck, Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support is there to help. So head on over to squarespace.com improve for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code improve to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This is episode one of our second season of Portrait Session. This season, we will be dedicating each episode to discussing the unique aspects of different types of portrait photography. In today's episode, Eric and I are going to spend the whole episode just giving an overview of the different subjects that we plan to tackle and talk about the things that we expect throughout the rest of the season. Welcome to the Portrait Session Podcast, a show for portrait photographers who want to dominate their industry, with your hosts, Erica Kay and Connor Hibbs. Hey there, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Portrait Session. This is the beginning of our second season. Um, my name's Connor Hibbs, and today I'm joined, as always, by Miss Erica Kay. How are you doing today, Erica? I'm great, Connor. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm really excited about starting our second season of the show. Heck yeah. Yeah. So so this episode, I, I think the first episode of every season from here on into infinity, um, we're going to do the first episode is just kind of an overview of what we're going to be talking about, um, things that we're going to be doing within the season and, and so on and so forth. So this episode is going to be talking all about that kind of stuff and just giving a brief uh, bird's eye view of each of the episodes and kind of doing a short breakdown of the the subjects we're going to be tackling with each one. So this this season, we're going to be talking all about the different types of portrait photography that a person can do. So last season, we focused heavily on just getting yourself established as a business and the, the steps you needed to take in order to build a business. This season, we, we, we really want to dedicate individual episodes to just talking with professionals in a particular portion of the industry and getting their advice and giving our own advice about how to do that type of work well. So some of these subjects are ones that I think Erica and I both have some experience with where there are some other ones that are less so. <laughs> and I think having a professional in there so we're not just completely making things up is going to be really important. Um, so anyway, this this first episode, we're just going to be talking about those different types. I think that unlike last season, we're not necessarily going to release these in the order that we talk about in the first episode. I think it's going to just be as we get these interviews scheduled and, and put out um, that that's the way that they'll be released. So Erica, how are you doing? What are you most excited about here? That was a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> For this season? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's an exciting season because like you said, some of these topics are, are, are areas that we know a lot about and can have really good conversations about. And then some of them we really don't know much about it all. So I think I'm probably most excited about those topics that I don't know much about. 
Um, I'm excited to kind of learn along with all of our listeners about some of these topics like newborns. I don't do those like ever. So so that'll be nice to to learn a little bit about newborns and and street photography and, and some of these these really kind of cool and unique to me unique forms of photography yeah i I, honestly that's where i'm sitting with it as well i i think that this is gonna be a really fun season because we'll be having episodes where we're kind of on equal footing with the people that Mm -hmm. we're talking with and we have a solid understanding of how things work so it'll be more of a conversation of how uh, how our processes differ and advice that we all give together and then the other ones uh, i'm looking at newborns as well (laughs) where i'm like I, I don't particularly want to do that, but I'm really interested to hear from somebody that has that perspective in this industry and just see what they can talk about. I'm I'm excited about that. Yes, kind of for sure. Well, well, let's let's hop into talking about some of these different subjects um, as as we go along. So the first one that we have on our list here is talking about headshots. So so when it comes to headshot photography, how experienced are you? with that kind of work, Erica. I know that you do some, um, but what little bits do you think that we're going to dig into? So I actually have a lot of experience with headshots. I don't post a lot of it, um, but I do probably about 100 headshots a year. So, you know, it's one of my main sources of income at the studio. Uh, Well, I guess I shouldn't say that because they don't bring in a ton of money unless you're doing um, a large amount of high people, volume. Yeah. They, yeah, they are definitely what we get booked for a lot of the studio. And I end up doing about 99% of those. So yeah, about a hundred, hundred or so headshots a year. Um, so for me, this, this topic is kind of exciting because the person that we have scheduled for the interview or the person that we're hoping to have scheduled for the interview is amazing. His work is amazing. He's super creative in his lighting and his background, and he just has really beautiful portraits. So I'm really excited to sit down and talk with him about his technique and his experience as a photographer and really kind of show the listeners how you can be more creative with headshots. Because I think a lot of people think about headshot photography as just boring up against a gray background, just very corporate and traditional and just, yeah. You know, not exciting at all. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I think, I'm excited. Oh, oh go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying, I'm just excited to kind of bring out the more creative side of this and to encourage people to look a little past those traditional headshots and, and come up with ways that they themselves can create unique and interesting and artistic headshots for people. Yeah. As I'm sure many people know, I do a fair amount of headshots as well. And I'm really excited to talk with this guy. Um, assuming we nail him down, I'm really mm-hmm. excited to, to talk with him because he definitely has a, a different look and clearly a different approach to creating his headshots than what I do. And so I think that that'll be a really fun episode where we're, we're kind of getting multiple perspectives from all three of us um and yet talk about those how to to find creative ways that are still appealing and professional looking but but kind of artsy in the same way um, that mm-hmm. that's the stuff i'm really most excited about talking with him about is is that creativity side within the headshot photography market yes definitely well well next on our list we have the, the one that we were talking about earlier which is newborns <laughs> uh-huh. and and that's one that man i i'm really excited to hear about this because it, uh, truth be told it's something that i say i have absolutely no interest in but 
It's kind of hard to say that because I have little to no experience doing anything newborn related. And I've just always felt like, you know, I I don't have kids, so that's just not where my interests lie. But at the same time, it seems like so challenging in its own ways mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and all of the specialty things you need to have and do. And, and it's just a totally different way of working. So I'm, I'm yeah. really interested to dig in um, to, to find out more about how to do this well and and hear more about this type of industry because it's something that i i have no experience with and i know in the many instances in photography that i there most of the stuff i love doing now is stuff that at one point i said there's no way i'm doing that and then eventually (laughs) i just realized like oh you know what i actually it's kind of fun and now it's like the thing i love to do so i i I'm a little bit interested to see if I could be persuaded to try doing some newborn stuff. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious to to watch you <laughs> photographing newborns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that um, might be it. My energy yeah, level doesn't really quite funny. work, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> so I, when I first started into photography, I, I dabbled a little bit with newborns as I was trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do with photography. And it's not for me at all it is yeah it's hard it it almost requires a completely different type of education from any other type of photography the lighting is different you have to be able to pose differently you have to take safety into consideration like a hundred percent more than any other type of photography yes um it's you need certain things that photographers don't even think about when you're photographing newborns. Like you need it to be really, really hot. So if you're a person who gets really, really hot, newborn photography Ugh. is going to be hard for you. So I'm it's out. just, it's little things like that, that I did not like. Um, but I think newborn photography is so awesome and so special and so rewarding. And the woman who we're interviewing for this one is so good at what she does. I'm really excited to, to hear about how she established her business and the tips that she has for those of you who are interested in newborns because she's so talented and produces just beautiful, beautiful photos of newborns. And I think she has a lot to share with you guys. Yeah, it, I, I'm excited for that one. And after mentioning that you, the room has to be really hot, I forgot about that part. And with the amount that I sweat, I'm like, yeah, newborns are out. I'm done. I can't do that part. <laughs> Oh, that would be so funny. (laughs) I might might have to commit to trying it. We'll see. We'll see after I talk with her and make sure that I'm not going to, like, do something horrible that I I mess up and, like, get myself in hot water for. So, so (laughs) our next segment is one that I think that, realistically, we wouldn't even... We could put out a fantastic episode on this without any guests at all because it's talking about wedding photography. That being said, we still have some wedding photographers coming to to guest with us on that. Um, yes. But, but uh, Erica, this is especially your specialty here. So I'm I'm interested to hear more about you talk. I know that the the early days of portrait session was very wedding focused for many of the episodes, but I'm kind of excited to have an episode that is primarily focused in that area. Me too. I'm going to have a lot to talk about. And what's even more exciting is that the 
person or persons, I don't know yet if it's going to be one or both of them, that are coming on for this episode were actually my wedding photographers. Oh, really? Yep. And they were, or he was, um, it's a husband and wife team. And he was my mentor when I first started getting into weddings. He taught me like everything I know about weddings. He taught me about lighting and composition and and the important moments of weddings. And so it's going to be a really exciting episode for me personally, but I also think it's going to be a really fun episode because they are hilarious and awesome and so good at what they do and so fun to talk to that I think even if you're not interested in wedding photography, you should listen to that episode anyway, just because they're funny and it's going to be, it's going to be an entertaining episode to say the least. Yeah. In fact, that little point that you just made there, I think that this season, because the whole point of it is to explore the various aspects of the different kinds of industry, I think even if it's an episode that doesn't particularly interest you, I would say it's going to be worthwhile to sit down and listen to it and just see what somebody who actually knows what that industry is like talking about that thing. Because I think oftentimes in the same way that I say, like, eh, I don't know if newborns is for me when I haven't really even put any thought or practice into it, I think that it's possible that you could have your mind changed. So I want to encourage all of the listeners that even if it doesn't seem like it's an area you're super interested in doing, I would listen and and just see what professionals in the industry say are things that you might like or dislike about it and maybe learn that you have a little bit of an interest in something you wouldn't have thought you did otherwise. This is this whole season is about exploring the different ways in which we can be portrait photographers. So I think that that just keeping an open mind in each of these episodes is going to be really useful as you move forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, well, our next episode that we're going to be talking about is our senior pr- portrait photography episode. So this is another uh, interview that you're setting up or you've set up Erica. So I don't know mm-hmm. anything about this guy in particular particular, but it's an area that I also have a fair amount of experience in and can say that portrait uh, senior portraits, uh, one of the things I like the most about this type of photography is the fact that usually the people that you're interacting with are super excited to be there. So this is one that I'm excited to to just talk about the ways in which you can actually do this in for the long term and be creative and try different things and, and have, um, have subjects that are always going to be excited to be creative with you in that Mm -hmm. capacity. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's such an exciting time of life for these people that are being photographed that it makes this, this specific genre of portrait photography super exciting. And it's, it's one of those types of photography that you can get really creative in your business model as well. So the person that we are hoping to interview for this one, not only is he an awesome photographer and produces really nice work, but he has a really successful business. I mean, like really successful. Uh, yeah. he, he's making six figures for sure, just with senior, senior uh, portraits. So he's going to have a lot of valuable information about business models and how to make this really successful. Um, so his his information that he's going to share will definitely definitely be valuable, not just for those who want to photograph seniors, but anybody who wants to pick a specialty and really um, you know narrow down your your business to a specific specialty. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm excited for that. Especially hearing that I I didn't know that about him, but um 
hearing that makes me all the more excited because I like talking to successful people and hearing from <laughs> successful people um, because it's it's one thing to get advice from somebody that seems to know what they're talking about <clears throat> me. Um, it's another thing to <laughs> to talk with people who are like top of their industry levels of success. Yeah, for sure. That's super cool. Well, th- this next one is one that I'm going to have next to no information on and I'm going to be the guy <laughs> that's sitting there going, oh, really? So, so Erica, how would you talk about what this episode is and, and our guest for that one? Sure. Well, I haven't nailed down a guest yet. I have so many hopes and dreams for really, really big name photographers for this particular uh, type of portrait photography, but we'll see how successful I am and and nailing one of those down. Um, But this one is going to be about dance photography. So we have done an episode on portrait session way back in the day on dance photography. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I think is becoming more popular and more common. And maybe that's just me, you know, being hopeful about that or yeah. you know, that kind of stuff pops up in my social media because I'm interested in it. But it's it's a genre of photography that I'm seeing more and more of and that I'm shooting more and more of. And I know that a lot of people, especially within the master photography community, have expressed interest in. So yeah. we're hoping to get uh, a pretty big name photographer and well, dance photographer on the show to talk about how viable this is as a business, as a focus, and uh, to share their experience with not only shooting or photographing dancers, but building a business with this type of focus. Because it's it's very specific and it's very, you know, it's not like newborns where there's just a million of them popping out at every minute. <laughs> you know, you yeah. have endless <laughs> clients. It's a very small uh, selection Niche of the population. Market. Yeah. So it's, it's a little more difficult than some of the other types of photography, but it, you can definitely be successful with this one as well. Yeah. The, the thing I think I'm most interested in with this episode, I, I think that the subject of dance photography is definitely really interesting and just getting some perspective from somebody who does that all the time. Um, Beyond yourself, I know that you do a lot of that, Erica, but he, hearing about the challenges that come specifically to that type of photography interests me. But more than that, I'm really interested in the business side of this and and mm-hmm. the idea of being able to f- build a marketable and, and sustaining business totally surrounding dance or something, anything that is such a niche and the different ways that you're, you would have to go about running that business than what you might have for something that's going to like your newborns or something where you have a huge, huge client base for it. I'm really interested in this episode mainly for those reasons. Yeah. So our next episode that we have on our list here is one that I have next to no experience with the experience that I do have. I'm not, I know for a fact, I'm not super good because I don't have much experience with it. Um, and that is boudoir photography. Uh, so I, I have a Colorado local, um, who is just a phenomenal fitness and boudoir photographer who's going to be coming on. And I'm, I'm really excited to talk with her about this genre because I think it's one that um, sometimes people hop into with a little bit too much enthusiasm and uh, end up going like ruining their business because they are doing things in a very inappropriate way or just don't have the kind of sensitivities for this type of photography that you need. And in the same way, I, th- I think that you have an extra challenge with boudoir photography in that the, the subjects are just that much more vulnerable with you and that much more putting themselves out there. You already have 
well, in general, from what I've noticed, it's already photography is already just an industry where you deal with a lot of people's um, image issues. You have to you have to really um, work around the sensitivities of of an individual when you're taking their photo as normal. Um, but when they are in a state of undress, that makes it just that much more impactful. So I'm, I'm really interested mm -hmm. in talking about kind of the psychological side of doing this type of work more than anything else. And think that uh, the guest that we have for this one is going to be really fantastic at giving lots of helpful information for someone interested in that area. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to talking to her. I, I do a bit of boudoir as well, primarily for my my brides who have booked me for their wedding. Yeah. Um, and I it's not something that I again, I don't post a lot about it, but it's something that I love to do. And I love to do it because it is so empowering for the women who are doing it. They feel beautiful. They just when they get their photos back, it's just a really emotional moment. And it's really awesome to be a part of that. So I can't wait to talk to Casey about that aspect of things, how she goes about just making women realize their true beauty. Yeah. Which I, I mean, you, well, we'll get into it on, on the day of the episode, but she does an, a phenomenal job at like really empowering the subjects, which is something that I, I don't see super super frequently with this type of work uh, mm -hmm. not not to say it's in, it's not out there but um she does a really awesome job of like giving a sense of power and like vulnerability at the same time which i think adds a really interesting dynamic and and makes the work just that much more compelling so i think mm -hmm. that yeah talking about that'll be that'll be a good one yeah for sure so, so our next episode on our list here is talking with a guy who I'm, I'm honestly just beyond his work. He is a super stellar dude that I am really excited for everybody to hear from. Um, but we're going to be talking about fashion photography and this is with another Colorado local, uh, a guy that has such an interesting perspective and is, is a poet at heart and clearly is so well word worded. I'm one of the things I'm most interested in talking with. Um, his name's Johnny. One of the things I'm really excited for everybody to hear about is, is not only the way of going about creating um, fashion styled work that is going to, to be competitive and, and work well in the market, but also um, his, his way of going about storytelling and um, storytelling within his images and with writing and whatnot that goes after that, which I think is a very important element to a lot of fashion type work is not just to show what you're, you're trying to show, but also being able to, write about it well so he's kind of a, a great pull for somebody that's in both of those worlds yeah i think he well he has really awesome work so i'm excited to talk to him more about that but I, fashion photography is something that is so um it's hard hard to get a gig as a fashion photographer it's, yeah it's really selective there aren't a lot of jobs available so i think the I'm hoping that the advice that he can share with people will really help people feel more comfortable in pursuing that type of photography. Um, yeah. It's, it's just so unique and a different, just a completely different world than anything that I've, that I do on a regular basis. So I'm interested in, in hearing about his experience and, and making that a career for himself. Definitely. So it's, it's something that I think that that particular industry in particular, yeah, I said particular twice there, um, but <laughs> That industry 
already photography has so many moving parts and little things to try and keep track of. And, and it, there's so much coordination that goes into being a photographer in general. And I think that being in the fashion industry, um, it, makes it just there's so many more elements that you have to keep in mind on top of everything else so i'm really interested to talk with him also about just the ability to keep track of all of those things but also um working with others i I think it's one of the few areas that we're going to be talking about where it's going to be really so much about the team that you're working with and the yeah how to build a good team of people beyond just just doing something on your own. And I think that he'll have a great perspective on that as well. Yeah, that's a really good point. Turn your dream into a reality with Squarespace, just like most of us here at Master Photography. We love Squarespace, and that's because they make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. So whether you're looking to start a new photo business, showcase your portfolio, publish blog posts, sell products or prints, or whatever it is you want to do, Squarespace is the tool for you. They have beautiful templates that were created by world-class designers, and you have the ability to customize those templates with just a few clicks, so you can easily make a beautiful website yourself. Squarespace also has a powerful e-commerce tool that lets you sell anything online, and they have analytics that will help you grow your site in real time. And the best part, in my opinion, is that everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box, so you don't have to spend time building a second mobile website for SEO purposes. Buying domains through Squarespace is simple, and you'll get the help you need with Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support. So head on over to squarespace.com slash improve for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code improve to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash improve offer code improve. Um, so our, our next subject that we have on here is talking about street photography. So, so Erica, this is another one that you're working on setting up or you, you set up um, this interview for us. Um, I did. Want to, want to talk about it a bit? Sure. So this one's interesting and, and probably wouldn't be on everybody's list of portrait genres, but yeah. I wanted to bring this guy on because he well, f- for one, kind of like the dance photography that we were talking about, he has, and the senior photography, he has made a really successful name for himself just with street photography. And that's unusual and difficult to do. So I wanted to bring him on to talk a little bit about, again, making a successful business out of something that's so kind of specific and unique. Um another example of that type of photography. So he is a Cincinnati based photographer, but he travels all around everywhere to, to do his street photography. And we're going to talk specifically on kind of incorporating portraiture within the street photography. We'll talk, you know, about techniques and, and the business side of things, but we'll also talk about some legal stuff, like how, how, what are the legal repercussions if somebody sees themselves on their, you know, on a street photographer's portfolio and hasn't, 
given permission for that to be there. So we'll talk a little bit about about some of the things that you really have to consider as a street photographer that you might not really have to consider so much as just a general retail portraiture photographer. Yeah, the the legal side of that is something that I'm particularly interested in hearing about because I, I think already I see a lot of people that are worried about having model releases um, for people that they have set or that have set up shoots with them and like have speci- they've been interacting with and talking with when realistically you can get a sense from most people even without a model release is this going to be a problem if I if I post stuff so hearing from somebody's perspective where half the time that people don't necessarily even know that they're being photographed or you're not having that kind of interaction, at least where you're getting specific explicit information. I'm interested to hear about the legal side and maybe some complications that come along with that and Mm -hmm. um, special considerations to make there. I'm interested Mm -hmm. in that type of work. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So, so then we're going to be doing an episode all talking all about family photography. I I think this is an area that a lot of people have some experience with. I think that a lot of photographers end up doing families at one point or another in their career, but talking with somebody that's specifically focused on that area that is already so competitive. I think one of the things I'm most excited about for this episode is just to, to be in a conversation discussing the the opposite side of what we were talking about with dance. So in this instance, how do you market a business to something to to a group of people that you're competing against tons and tons of other people? There's a huge client base, and yet there's a lot of competition for it. So finding ways to stick out in 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 a niche that is not so niche. It's it's something that is a lot more popular, or not not necessarily popular, but. Um, well, I guess popular. Yeah. They, something that, that you're going to have a lot of competition in. So I think from the business side, mm-hmm. talking about th- those advantages. And of course, when you're dealing with people's children, um, that's going to, no matter what, add some complications and extra considerations to going about the way that you handle a shoot. And um, I think we'll also have some really great advice in just talking about best practices when dealing with families. Yeah. And and our goal is to find somebody for this one that that is a little maybe non-traditional when it comes to family photography photography we want someone that's going to be that has photos that are a little more unique and a little uh, more creative than than what you consider a normal family photography session to look like so yeah you know we're hoping to really kind of push the creative aspect of that type of photography as well just like we were talking about with the headshot photography um we want to kind of help you guys not only explore just the the general family photography side of things but also the more creative family photography side of things and how can you make yourself different from all the people that are like connor said doing family photos in every yeah. single park and every single neighborhood that you you come across with with family photography, just like with headshot photography, this is something that so many people do, so many people want. But what can we do to help you m- make it even better than what other people in your area are offering? So we're really hoping to have some people on the show or have a person on the show that can help you think a little more creatively about the way that you approach family photography. Totally. I, I, I'm. It should be a good episode that I'm. I'm definitely looking forward to. Even though I don't do a lot of family photography anymore. Same. Yeah, yeah. experience in it, but <laughs> just not something I do quite so much anymore. Yeah. Um. So our our next genre that we're going to be talking about is one that, if I'm playing honest card here, I gotta say I honestly don't even know 
the difference between <laughs> this and boudoir, but it's it's oh, glamour boy, photography. Here we go. <laughs> so how about how about you tell me a little bit about what this is and, and what we might expect to learn in this episode, Erica? Sure. So a lot of people think glamour photography is boudoir, or a lot of people think it's like 1990s um glamour shots type of photography with the feather boas and the big poofy hair and things like that. Yeah, That's not where we're going with this. So glamour photography is another really specific genre that has been gaining a lot of popularity because of people like Sue Bryce and Lindsay Adler. Um, These photographers are identifying women who just want to have portraits done of themselves that necessarily don't want boudoir or don't want just just your typical headshot. So this is another one of those types of photography that requires a team. It's similar to fashion photography, but it's just kind of for normal people. So you have hair and makeup artists, you maybe even have stylists, you produce really beautiful, creative portraits for women so that they can either use them as a headshot or just use them as an empowerment session or whatever. So it, it kind of is similar to boudoir and headshots and things like that, but it's more of a, a personal experience that doesn't require women to take their clothes off, um, but still allows them to feel beautiful and to be treated like royalty. And again, it's, it's another, another form of photography that is becoming more and more popular because of people like Sue Bryce. So if you are interested in in this type of photography or don't know what it is and want to look it up, look up Sue Bryce, go to her website. You'll see tons of examples of glamour photography. Um, There are other photographers too, but she is definitely by far the the most popular photographer and educator in the glamour world right now. So, so I'm, I'm going to probably ask this question again during this episode, but would, would you say that glamour photography is more a term that's, um, almost almost the philosophy behind the the way that you go about doing the business uh, I, I think that a lot of the times it's uh, we'll say with families like that just means whatever you're doing with families taking family photos it's family photography where glamour sounds to me more like it can be a variety of ways of shooting or a variety of types of shooting um, but it's more the the process of going about doing it is that is that a misinterpretation of what you said no no I think that's that's a safe way to look at it. It, it, you can see different examples of glamour photography with different photographers. So Sue, Sue traditionally in the past was natural light photography, very kind of soft muted, just pretty photos here recently. She started experimenting with, with strobes and artificial light and kind of deeper moodier images. And they both are equally beautiful styles of photography both photographing women with beautiful hair and makeup and cool outfits and things like that. But it's a very different style and a very different look. So you can find photographers interpreting this in different ways. So I think it's safe to say that it's just kind of the philosophy behind, behind it, but the actual um, creation of the photographs can be done very differently. I see. Yeah, that's that. Uh, well, that'll be one for for a lot of learning for me and me getting <laughs> to play dumb guy because uh, yeah, I'm interested to hear more about that. Good. So because you will. <laughs> good. I th- well, that's the idea. I think. <laughs> so our our next episode is going to be talking all about sports photography, which is something that I you know I I feel like some people would almost categorize that as its own 
type of photography, like its own genre, because it kind of is. But at the same time, it involves people. And I think that we're Erica, what was your idea for the perspective with this one? Because I'm kind of envisioning taking um, sports themed portraits that are kind of like a styled shoot rather than Mm -hmm. shooting somebody that's actively doing sports. But I think that those things kind of go hand in hand. And oftentimes you'll find people that um, if they specialize in one, they'll also do the other one. Um, So I'm interested in this one because it's kind of a a, it's almost its own broad subject um, in a way that some of the other ones aren't. But at the same time. Definitely ties into like portraiture as a whole. Right. Yeah. And that's when I put this one on the list, that was something that I kept going back and forth. Do I want it to be like creative, stylized portraits or do I want it to be, you know, an environmental port- documentary type of portraits? Yeah. I think ideally we'd have somebody on that maybe does both. But I think because we're, f- we're f- exploring the actual portraiture side of things as opposed to documentary side of things our ideal interviewee for this episode would be a really awesome creative styled portrait sports portrait photographer. So somebody who's creating images on the level of like um, sports illustrated where, where we're using light and we're using technique and we're using creativity to create really epic photos of athletes. Totally. I I think that that sounds awesome and kind of in, is in the, the realm of what I was hoping we were going to get into. I think that, that talking about going and shooting sports as they're happening, like live games and whatnot, that's obviously its own kind of skill. Um, but e- even though that's, that's, it's something that I think honestly makes for, um, it, it's, it really is its own beast and it's not really the same yeah. as a portrait in the same way. Like I, right. I, I think a portrait is something that's planned where that's almost like shooting wildlife or something like that, where it, so much of the focus and attention is actually on like being in the moment and learning how to capture stuff in motion. Um, when, when you can't replicate it over and over again. Um, so I, I think that I hope that the person that we line up for this has some experience with both. And I think that there's, um, space in this episode for conversation on both of those things. Right. Me too. So for our, our next episode, we're going to be talking about an area that's kind of one area, but kind of two areas of, <laughs> of focus. Um, it, it's going to be talking about corporate and commercial type portraiture. So those things, to me, I feel like they have have some different areas. Like to me, corporate kind of feels like the backside. What you're talking about the 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 internal structure. It's a lot of photos that you would take for advertising who the business is, where the commercial size side of things feels more like in the instance of people, it's people using the thing that a company makes. Um, and that's, that's the kind of differentiation that I make in my mind here. But at the same time, the two of them kind of get um, gelled together oftentimes in conversation. And I think that oftentimes a person that does one will do the other one. And uh, uh, that's how I feel about myself. I do, I do a bit of back end stuff, um, corporate headshots and PR type stuff. And then I do stuff that is fo- displaying the product that that company makes as well. So I think that this will be an interesting episode to talk about specific challenges when dealing with um it's it's a business to business style of portraiture you're dealing with another individual that's a professional rather than dealing with individuals and it's one of the few areas that we reach into that area rather than reaching out to retail type clients Mm -hmm. anything to add there erica before i move on no i mean i do within my studio we do both corporate and commercial type of photography um so 
we have some, I have a lot of experience working in that sphere and it's, it's just a, a very unique relationship with your clients because as you yeah. said, Connor, it's, it's a business to business relationship as opposed to, you know, a very friendly, just personal relationship. So it's, it's not this type of, or this topic is not just about the specific thing that you're photographing and it's, yeah. it's, it's also about your business model and how you can create a business that's going to work well with other businesses as opposed yeah. to trying to create a very personal type of business. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that a lot of the conversation here won't necessarily be even discussing the way to to go about shooting something because I think that it changes so much from instance to instance. I think that mm -hmm. with families or or um, headshots or something like that, we can give some solid advice towards techniques. Or I think this is something that is going to be more on the side of talking about um, best practices for interacting with a business versus interacting with an individual and right. having your 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 company focused on doing stuff like that. So I think that that'll be a really interesting one um, because yes, we'll talk about some of the, the things to consider from a technique side, but because it can be such a wide area of focus, it, I think that talking about the, the business stuff is going to be interesting, useful. Yeah, it'll it'll be different. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so our episode after that, we're going to be talking about something that Eric and I actually had to have a conversation before this episode because we th there's so many ways that, that this can apply to different types of photography, but it's it's lifestyle photography. So lifestyle photography is something that could honestly fit under that corporate commercial side. It can fit into to some like documentary stuff. There, there's a lot of different ways to go about it. But I think that the the main takeaway with this type of photography is really just focusing on um, people living in their worlds, do, doing the thing that they would do with their everyday life and finding mm -hmm. compelling ways to tell stories with that. Right. And the important thing about this one is you can be a lifestyle family photographer. You can be a lifestyle corporate photographer. You can be a lifestyle sports photographer. You know, like this specific type of photography is it's not just one genre it's just a way of of focusing on photographing someone and it yeah. can be it can be anyone it can be any type of person doing any type of thing as long as it's representative of of their life and and what they're doing in that particular moment so this it's it's another one of those really interesting and unique topics kind of like the corporate and commercial one yeah it's it's one where it's like Again, it's almost like a, a, a philosophy or like a, a way of going about shooting that you, of course, make your business model like you. That is one of the biggest brands is the or the biggest ways that you would brand with this type of work is is that you would brand yourself as telling stories. And it's it's like almost in the realm of like photojournalism, but sometimes mm -hmm. it can be a little bit faked and uh, like staged photojournalism but you're trying to tell stories in that way so i, I think that that's going to be a really fun one to talk about not only the the ways in which you could or like the different types of things that you could do with this type of photography but also some of the nuances that go into doing lifestyle photography versus mm -hmm. other types of photography um or i guess non-lifestyle styled types of, of photography <laughs> absolutely so so 
one of our, our last episodes that we have on our list going through here is to talk about conceptual photography. Um, conceptual portraiture is something that oftentimes it, I, I will tie it to either a commercial side or like a fine art side. And so I, because we're already kind of going over the commercial corporate side of things, I think that conceptual in the way that I want to approach it for this season is talking on the fine art side of things. So you're, you're, trying to portray more than just more, more than just, uh, how do I want to put this? (laughs) You're you're coming up with a concept and a storyline. And usually it it entails lots of styling and, and it's something that you're really telling imagined stories more, more than Mm -hmm. just, uh, what a lifestyle would be where you're trying to show the everyday life or real life, in an idealized version of the way that a person does something. I think that conceptual, it, it can be dreamscapes or almost like cinematic movies, things like that. And, and I'm really interested to talk about the ways that you can go about doing this between um, the, all of the elements that go into planning your styling and maybe set building or location scouting versus doing stuff that is more composited conceptual work and, and finding mm-hmm. stuff that's going to be very heavy on the backside on the post-processing side of a shoot like this. And I think that'll make for a really interesting topic to, to talk about the additional skills that go into something like this that is a little bit more out there in that regard. Yeah, I, I look at conceptual as cinematic type of photography, and I'm really excited to talk about this one because, like you said, there's so much that goes into it on all ends. On the front end, there's going to be a lot more planning than normal because you're not just having somebody show up and get their photo taken. You have to you have to plan elaborate sets and elaborate composites if you're going to do that, uh, elaborate hair and makeup elaborate costuming. There's a lot that goes into it on the front end. There's usually very creative, interesting lighting during the actual production itself. And then on the back end, there's a lot of work that goes into the retouching because they're not just, you know, throwing a preset on it and delivering it. It's, it's very much a creative process on the editing side of things too, with, with composites and different, you know, applications within Photoshop. And, and it, it, it's a very creative type of photography and it's an, an interesting and unique business in my mind. Um, yeah. So I'm really excited to hopefully talk to somebody who has made this a successful business for themselves so that we can share some information about how you can do this as more than just a creative outlet, but as an actual paying viable business as well. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that there are many ways in which this is almost like the the counterpart to lifestyle in my mind, because you can do conceptual glamour, you could do conceptual sports, you could do conceptual families. It it will vary on like what you're doing. Some of the the family shoots might not be as weird as you could get if you were doing specifically fine art or if you were doing conceptual photography that was meant for book covers or something like that. Um, But I, I think that this it's going to be a really interesting conversation to talk with somebody who um, does so much uh, from the pre-planning to the post-processing stage and, and see the different kind of workflow that you have of that versus something that is maybe more just about the shoot itself and getting it right in camera. Um, it, it's just a, a very different type of skill set that I think will be really interesting to talk about. 
Um, and then finally, the, the last subject that we have written down on this list, though, it is far from the only type of photography that you can do for portraiture. This, this whole season is kind of focused on, on different ways in which we want to get your brain pumping and thinking about the ways that you could approach your business and approach doing things with your photography. But, um, the, the final section that we're going to be talking about the final episode is going to be retouching. So this isn't even necessarily portrait photography based. It's, it's something that you do as a portrait photographer. Um, but there are individuals that find themselves loving the post-processing side so much that they would rather just do that rather than the, the photography. So I thought it would be cool and important to, to bring in somebody that does just the post-processing, just the retouching, um, the back end for other people and see what that world looks like and see why they like it and w- what they do about that. So the person that, I, that we're hoping to get for this is somebody who has quite a bit of expertise with that. Um, and I know personally is an incredible source of information and an authority on the subject. Um, so I, I think that it's, well, again, not specifically portrait related. I think it's, um, portrait adjacent and an area that you could maybe focus your business that you might not have thought of before. Yeah. I think this interview is going to be really interesting. Portrait retouching is so different from other types of retouching. It's, so elaborate and so detailed and there's so many things to consider you're not only considering an environment and a background but you're also you know considering a person and you need to make them look their best so i think he's the the information and knowledge he's going to share not only just for tips and tricks and technique but also just making this a business for himself is going to be really really interesting yeah, absolutely. Well, that that is just a rough overview of what we're going to be doing through this season. It's something that I'm really excited about. And Erica, I'm really excited to be going through this one with you because I think that you're going to help fill in the gaps where I'm I'm a little bit dumb and, <laughs> and help make this a really fantastic season. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We'll talk to you again in another seven days. Portrait Session is a part of the Master Photography Podcast Network, which can be found at masterphotographypodcast.com. Our intro music was written and produced by our good friend, Seth Munson. If you like our show, please consider giving us a five-star review on iTunes to help other photographers find it as well. Past episodes and additional educational content can be found on our show's website at portraitsessionpodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for listening.